0: What's up, listeners? I hope you enjoyed season two of The Business of Hype. There were so many amazing stories this season. And if you haven't listened to all 10 episodes, definitely check them out because there are gems galore. I want to thank all the amazing people we had on. Mike Shinoda of Linkin Park, Dusty Button, Natalie Ellis, Benny Gold, Shirt, Samuel Ross of A Cold Wall, Ben Baller, Bobby and Ben Hundreds, Julia Lang, Josh Luber of StockX. George Bamford of Bamford Watch Department and Yassine Saidi, head of Puma Select. Thank you all. Without you guys, there would be no show. And without you guys listening, there'd be no reason to do this show. So thanks for tuning in. And as always, you could check us out on the web at businessofhype.com and you can email any questions you might have to me at questions at businessofhype.com. So we are on a much-needed break right now and preparing for Season 3, which is going to happen in just a few weeks. And so for today, we have a very interesting guest. Well, he's not really a guest. He's kind of the boss. Seriously, he's the founder of everything hype related. Hype Beast, Hype Bay, Hype Maker, Hype Kids, Hype Beast Magazine, HBX, and of course, Hype Radio, and more. Kevin Ma is about to come into the studio any moment with an announcement. And uh, I hope I'm not in trouble. So, all right, let's get ready for this. So yeah, so we have Kevin Ma. Uh, You want to introduce yourself, your title? Hey, I am Kevin. Um, I'm the
1: founder and CEO of Hypebeast. Been doing it since '05.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's been been a journey. And not only Hypebeast, (laughs) but Hype Bay, Hype Radio. Hype kids. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Anything else? Hpx. HBX, Small thing. You know, this like online store and then the magazine.
1: Uh, we have our Hypebeast magazine. Yep. We have um, our creative agency, Hype Maker. So we have a bunch of stuff, and yeah. we're continuing to launch new projects.
0: Yep. And yeah. so the the reason why you know I think you're very busy, so I appreciate you coming on the show. But I think what you're what you're about to launch and like your newest venture is worth sort of like talking about in in, in depth. So that's why I wanted to have you on the business of Hype um oh, so no, i'm not i'm not that busy i'm just i just don't do podcasts I <laughs> <laughs> just don't do podcasts yeah right. um so this is a special one just okay. for jeff cool, cool. <laughs> so what is uh what's brewing you know we've heard murmurings about it i i think the overall consensus is that people have heard little things here and there but they don't know the full story of what's happening um so tell us what is happening soon so um
1: we've Done everything we could digitally (laughs) so so we ran out ideas yeah Um, and now you're doing
0: print and retail so yeah yeah. so we
1: do print uh, we have our own magazine we have um, our own store Mm -hmm. physically so we're like hey why don't we do take that kind of um, digital element or digital things that we do and you know put it offline because you know online is cool and it's every day and you get to check get out like check out the content you know all the time but mm-hmm. i think after a while you know you want to also f- uh, experience the stuff physically you know, yeah obviously going to restaurants is you know you have to eat food physically mm-hmm. going to stores obviously you can shop online but um you know going to a store and experiencing you know the customer service uh, the atmosphere yeah the shopping experience you got to do it Physically and you know, I appreciate that as well. So we're like, hey, how can we take all this stuff that we, you know Talk about online and put it into one place Mm -hmm. Um, And we're doing hype fest, which is kind of the manifestation of what we do online Yeah, and how long has hype fest been in the works in your head? Like how long you've been thinking about it for so honestly there has been Different festivals, um, but we're like, hey, why don't we do our own version and how we wanted to, you know, curate it? So, you know, it's been in our heads for a long time, but I think realistically, we started planning this in actually in January. So, after our (laughs) it's only been like nine months. Wow. so after what we did in December, we hosted a uh, HP 100 uh, dinner party mm-hmm. in Miami in Art Basel in December of last year, we're like, cool, you know, a lot of people showed up, a lot of, you know, people in our industry showed up. And that event was to really celebrate the, you know, 100 people that are the movers and shakers in our industry. So. We're like, cool, you know, we got people to go to Miami, why don't we do this but on a bigger scale? Mm-hmm. So in January, we started to, you know, think about this idea and we're like, I think it'll be cool, you know, for us to curate this event, but wouldn't it be cooler if we got other people involved in curating it? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I reached out to Hiroshi Fujiwara. And, you know, I've known him for, you know, many years, but we've never really done anything together. So, so I reached out and I was like, hey, man, uh, you want to get involved (laughs) with this Hype Fest thing? I didn't say hey, man, but. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, sir. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But why, why Hiroshi? Why was he like one of the first people you went to? Obviously, you know, he is the godfather of, you know, street fashion. He was a person I looked up to all these years um, and you know you, you learn from Hiroshi. You know it was, if it wasn't for him, like mm-hmm. we wouldn't be you know sitting
0: here right now. Right. So you know it's just like who else to find? Right. You know, and so. that's in in many ways why like business of hype's first episode I felt like had to be Hiroshi too. Like Yeah. yeah. If you don't start there. I feel like your foundation isn't yeah. set right. You know.
1: He's a pioneer, yeah. you know. So I reached out, and he was like, "Okay, cool, let's let's do it." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, that's 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 cool." Okay, um, let's check one, validate check, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then, you know, we obviously, basically, trying to get other people because it's, it's a curation of not only what we like, but also what Hiroshi likes. Mm-hmm. You know, so we can bring different worlds together. You know, that's the that's the point of hype fest. So. The second person that we reached out was uh, Sarah Mm -hmm. uh, from Colette, obviously. Um, So we were like, you know, we went to Paris, I think in late January or early February, and we're like, hey, Sarah. Um, I was with Hiroshi. I was like, hey, Sarah, (laughs) uh, you want to, you know, participate in this hype fest thing that we're creating? Uh And she was like, on the spot, yeah, I'm down. So. Nice. So from there, we're like, okay, we I think we got a great team. So let's let's go ahead and do this thing. Yeah. But we didn't have anything planned. We had nothing. (laughs) Right. Um, We just had this concept of you know just you know bringing the best uh, of our culture together. And um, yeah, these folks just came on board and we're like, okay, this is a go now. So you
0: had a great starting team.
1: Yeah. Yeah and then i went back to our company and like hey we got this concept and everyone agreed so let's do this and mm-hmm. and then we're like so we started like scrambling okay what do we do now it's
0: <laughs> such a big project so you kind of incubated the idea by yourself first before you sort of like brought in the company as a whole you weren't like hey whole company of beasts <laughs> let's do this and then i'll ask hiroshi and sarah uh, well i, I kind of talked about it but i mean
1: like i i should to them more about <laughs> these ideas but I'm pretty you know ideas driven and like okay let's just you know test out the concept and yeah. see if people are on board and if people are on board cool let's try to make
0: this happen so right. cool yeah. okay so now it's a reality and it's amazing that it you only started it in January it's it's gonna happen uh, we can say the dates now, right? Yeah, October okay. 6th and seven. October 6th and seven. So only ten months after conception, mm-hmm. it's happening, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, and it's happening in New York City. In Brooklyn, in New York. Why? Why New York City? You could have picked. You're you're based out of Hong Kong. Hiroshi's from Tokyo. Sarah's from Paris. Why did you all pick New York City? Um. You know, New York's a great city. I love New York.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. Uh, convenient for me. <laughs> yeah, convenient for you. You were doing it for convenient for me. Right? For yeah. sure. Yeah. You know, otherwise, you know, we got to fly Jeff all the <laughs> way to Hong Kong. <laughs> right. That's a lot of flights, you know. Yeah. Um, it's out of budget. So, uh, no, I think New York's a great city. You know, it's a hub for fashion, it's a hub for culture, art, a lot of things, you know. Yeah. it's It's, you know, the big apple. So, I don't know i just felt that you know new york would be a good place to start this out mm-hmm. and you know i mean other folks have done it in other cities yeah. you know no one has really done it in new york right so we're like okay you know well we like new york
0: yeah you know, we have people uh, our, our right team, you have a big team t- here yeah, t- our team is here so why not choose new york as a starting point yeah you mentioned some of the other festivals and it's interesting that like you know there's like ones in you know china and dubai and la but it's interesting that you know the festival business in, in this world never touched New York, and I wonder if people think that like I just wonder why like it would be obvious like that you should start one in New York, but no one's really done it is I wonder if there's a higher degree of challenge in trying to execute this successfully in new york maybe, maybe that's why no one's yeah. done it before, who right. knows so
1: but you know we wanted to take on this challenge. Um, I think New York doesn't have a lot of space, obviously, mm-hmm. so might, that might be a difficulty. Yeah. And you know, we didn't really want to do it at a convention center, mm-hmm. so we, with the rules of the convention center sort of dictating everything, you know. Uh, not only that, but it just doesn't feel as like authentic and cool. Yeah. You know. So we just wanted to avoid uh, uh, convention centers, you know, at least you know for this year. Mm-hmm. Um, just we wanted to make it more authentic, more yeah. like you know. Um, kind of, more like, kind of, like,
0: tied in with the city. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, so now, um, imagine yourself fast-forwarding to October 8th. Mm -hmm. It's the day after the first Hype Fest. What do you want to have accomplished? Like, what is your goal out of this, at the end of it all? I don't know, uh, to be honest, like, I think it's
1: um, to really try to... Bring this all this kind of stuff together physically, and really provide an experience for our visitors to um, learn and experience, mm-hmm. and you know really get educated or get be inspired by whatever the brands are doing, whatever the musicians are um, mm-hmm. doing or performing. Uh, Or the artists, you know that we are bringing or you know, the talks that you know, you're curating Yeah, so really just trying to provide a platform for people to um, learn and you know, be inspired so I think Also really try to provide a place for people to connect as well not only like our visitors and maybe you know, uh, the designers or musicians but also the 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 designers themselves you know provide a place for them to meet and connect mm-hmm. and hopefully um, when people come together, you know projects can come up and mm-hmm. you know they have their own meetings right so it's like you know. Like atoms coming together yeah, and yeah. Then, you know, creating some sort of spark. And right. the more atoms, um, the bigger the spark. I, yeah. I don't know physics. Don't, don't <laughs> you don't know it. if that's actually true. Yeah. be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that. Yeah. Elon so, Musk will be like, no, that's not <laughs> true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can edit that part out. <laughs> no. But uh, no, I think that's like, so you, you don't actually really want to dictate the spark that happens. You just want to allow the sparks to potentially occur.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I I can't dictate anything. It's just like, uh, just hopefully, if we bring um, the like all these folks together, something will happen. Yeah, you yeah. know. And again, also for the kids to really have a chance to learn and have a chance to learn about what this brand is from Tokyo or mm-hmm. from London, you know. Yeah. Um, in real life, too. I think in, is in, the, yeah, yeah, in real life, not just like online. Yeah. Uh Online is great, but you know, sometimes you just you 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 I think you understand more when you you know physically uh, mm-hmm.
0: like experience something totally I agree uh, um so as you mentioned, I'm in charge of curating the talk, so i I'm seeing some of the things that are happening behind the scenes in the planning of hype fest and i I know that in the beginning, you know we were talking about what the right ticket price is and stuff, right, and we were talking like, oh, you know, this will probably be like a forty to seventy five dollar type event, you know that seems mm-hmm. like a fair thing. But recently, a New York Times article came out and it said that actually the event's gonna be free. And I think, like, while they said it was free, I think, you know, that people don't really understand the depth of that because that means a huge amount of potential income being lost on this event. So tell, tell us why you decided that, and, and you, why and how you decided that you were just gonna like, cover this nut, essentially yeah
1: well I mean in the beginning so I mean other festivals most festivals mm-hmm. charge money obviously yes yeah, make money from ticket sales which you know that's understandable um, so we originally we I mean originally we, we we didn't even want to make it that expensive you mm-hmm. know there's other festivals that are charging a lot more mm-hmm. but for me it's like hey you know you 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 want people to learn about the brands and have a good experience like what, what, like it, it shouldn't cost anything. I feel you mm-hmm. know, you know, like for example, the website. You don't have to pay to go to the right. website or subscribe to it. Like, yeah. yeah, or or you know, you don't have to pay to get on an Instagram mm-hmm. feed, for example, or, or other feeds. So I'm like, hey, <laughs> wouldn't it be cool to also make this physical experience, uh, you know, price uh, free as well? Mm-hmm. Um, but then like. We're like, oh, this is like economically, financially, not <laughs> not making any sense because how we're we going to cover the cost? We're going to right. lose a bunch of money from the ticket sales. I'm sure the finance team was like, "Excuse me, what did yeah. you say?" Like, what? So I mean, like, first of all, we didn't want to charge that much. So originally, we were like, "Okay, let's just charge like you know the price of a T-shirt or something like that. Uh-huh. You know, something like affordable for yeah. most most people." Um, and then like after a while I was like yeah it would be even so much cooler if you know like we didn't charge anything right and we made it uh, free for all um, because I feel like like you know culture or learning you know it shouldn't have like a price to it it mm-hmm. should just be you know if you we, I just want to like hopefully give access to people who can get tickets obviously um, just to to provide an experience for them to really learn and yeah. and, and meet people you know so anyhow um, yeah our, our finance team was like uh, what you know that's <laughs> that's not gonna go or, you know because it's you know lost revenue yeah so then I'm like okay how do we make this happen um, so after a while I'm like okay you know
0: Fuck it, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for the tickets. You yeah. personally. Yeah, personally. Right. Yeah. So what you told the finance team? Just take it out of like what
1: your salary? Uh, uh <clears throat> n- not my salary. I'm just gonna cover the cost. Oh, you're just media. gonna you're gonna pay for yeah, it. Yeah, I'm gonna pay for so it. So you're personally. essentially
0: buying the ticket for every hype beast who wants to come to hype fest. Correct.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay.
0: So that's, I mean, that's fucking dope. I mean, for first year. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see what happens. Let's right. see what right. happens. No, but I think it's, it's almost like a gift to the, fan, the, the community, the culture. Yeah, I mean, like for us, we just, you know, felt
1: that we have such a supportive community and if you know, supported the, the brand, mm-hmm. the beast for so many years. You know, wouldn't it be cool to just kind of give back to the people who have supported us? So yeah. Why not just make it free? Again, first year maybe. Right, I don't right. know if I can continue to do the second year. So. <laughs>
0: That's pretty awesome though. <laughs> All right, cool. So um, again, just to recap, because uh, I know you're busy, uh, but October 6th, October 7th, New York City, Brooklyn, Hype Fest, two-day event, uh, Kevin Ma, CEO and Founder is going to cover your ticket. When does uh, registration begin? Uh, September 18th. Okay. next September Tuesday. 18th. All right. You heard it here first, man. Okay. Thanks Thanks for your time. Thanks, Jeff. All right. Later. (laughs) Bye.